Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful Podcast, where we break free from feeling like we have to be in constant hustle mode in order to hit our success goals while growing our online businesses. I'm your host, Jennifer Emanuel, and I share bite-sized, actionable strategies, systems, and tips that allow you to focus on your God-given strengths and experience so that you can provide a great income for your family and all in a way that feels good to your soul. Let's start today's conversation. Welcome to Grace-Filled and Graceful. I hope that this week before Christmas has been really uh, great for you and getting set up for an amazing weekend, uh, hopefully with family or friends, and that uh, you are taking a special time to remember what this time of year is all about. Now, because it's a little bit of a different schedule this week with me and my family around here, I'm actually breaking this podcast into several pieces. Uh, So if there's any inconsistencies in the sound of the recording, which there shouldn't be, I apologize for that. But I wanted to get you the full full broadcast without being able to actually sit down and do everything all at once. So uh, it is going to be kind of broken up. And for those of you who are live over at the Grace-Filled and Graceful uh, Facebook group, you will be seeing just the educational part of the video for the fun holidays, as well as some resources. Uh, You can catch that on the podcast and everything that I would be mentioning, you'll see also in the show notes. So welcome to the podcast. Let me tell you what to expect today. We're going to have our normal fun segments of uh, holiday celebrations. Shout outs to new cities, those people that listened last week and what new cities we're in. Also, we have some fun news about the most downloaded podcast the and then of course we have our uh, every week I give a resource that I've been really enjoying for the week that can help you with your online business and the topic of today's podcast has to do with why you may feel like you are being attacked by shiny object syndrome something that I just learned this week and it was such a huge aha I would say it was it was it was shifting. It was shifting with such a big aha. And uh, it really helped to explain kind of what I've been seeing with myself in the past, but also more more recently in the past year or two. So I can't wait to share that with you. Let's get started. All right. Reasons to celebrate. We have December 26th is National Candy Cane Day. I am not a big candy cane fan, uh, but are you? I know there are so many different flavors out now that uh, maybe I could become one, but peppermint is not my favorite flavor. So um, National Candy Cane Day. Also, National 20, National, December 26th is National Thank You Note Day. And this is something that was instilled in me super, super young that anytime somebody does something nice, for me that a thank you note is required. In fact, I've been working with the kiddos on getting their thank you notes out for different things so far this season. And I think it's a really great thing to instill in them. Plus, as the receiver of a thank you note, aren't you just great grateful to receive anything fun in the mail? Uh, something different and unique. It's just like a special, special bright part of your day when you get something addressed to you in somebody's handwriting. Boxing Day. Okay, so December 26th is Boxing Day. That's kind of like our Black Friday. Um, It's celebrated in other countries where retailers try to move the rest of their inventory uh, so that they are at a specific spot financially for the end of the year. We were in Canada one year for Christmas 
and uh, we were in uh, Montreal for Christmas and we did Boxing Day and it had the, a very similar feeling as Black Friday uh, here. Of course, it was freezing, <laughs> so a little, a little different, but it was so enjoyable. Montreal was so beautiful at Christmas time. All right, December 27th, cut out snowflakes day. We have not put our cut out snowflakes up lit yet, so that is something that the kiddos can do to keep busy uh, for uh, uh, for the break. I hope that that gives you some ideas so they can give the kids, uh, old enough kids, some scissors and some paper so they can go at it. December 28th is National Chocolate Candy Day. I hope that uh, Godiva knows about that. December 30th is National Bacon Day. Now, some of you might be um, vegan, vegetarian, but for those of you who are not, bacon is one of our favorite things, I'm sure, and uh, it makes everything better. <laughs> bacon makes everything better, if not the flavor, the smell, just for sure. Okay, December 31st is not only the last day of the year, but it's also National Champagne Day. I wonder why. I wonder why. And then also, what a great day for this is de uh, December 31st is National Make Up Your Mind Day. And uh, isn't it true that sometimes we go back and forth between two things, three things, four things, so many times. Maddie, my, my um, English cream golden retriever says hello. Your mind day. Okay, so what I was going to say about this is throughout this past year, while I've been doing some different uh, things with growing online, teaching other people how to grow online, uh, there, there are so many uh, options, opportunities to grow in certain ways. And so this is... Um, something that I am going to be focusing on as well. I have some um, self-imposed goals that I want to hit by December 31st, making my mind up on some things. So I hope that you take the time to make up your mind December 31st, if not sooner, because truly the peace will come once you've done that. I wanted to share an experience with you that I've I've seen patterns over and over again while I've been growing businesses. And it wasn't until this past week that I had an aha about it. And so I wanted to share with you. I also um, have a, uh, as part of the video, I have a visual for you. And then uh, I will link in the show notes and the podcast notes to an actual picture. So you can see a, a picture of a graph that I'm going to be explaining what was going on. So all through life, I have really enjoyed the process of learning. I've always liked school. Uh, I loved college. I remember the day... Uh, the day that you would show up for the course and you'd get the intro and you get the syllabus. I was like, that was my favorite day of the, of the year in my classes is look at all the stuff I get to learn. This is so exciting. And school is set up basically to teach. And then you sit and you, you absorb it. And then in order to prove that you have absorbed it, they have an exam. And depending on what your major is, either you're just regurgitate, regurgitating information or they ask you questions in a way that shows that you've processed it and that you can learn it. Uh, like I said, depending on what your, what your major is and what your classes are all about. And so I took that love of learning when I went right into my direct selling business out of college. I use the same patterns. You know, I was a good learner. I got good grades. And so I used the same patterns uh, that I did in school on my business, which was great. I mean, when you're starting something new, learning is integral. And to keep up with things, learning is integral. But then as time went on, I would 
look at where I was and compare myself where other people were with less time. They had less time and less experience and they were quote unquote farther along. And I started to become aware that I know more than they do. Why are they farther along? And so that added to frustration. And so over the past year or so, I've been growing my online business with the respect of teaching other people how to do it as well. And again, there's a learning curve. You kind of have to jump in and swim around in this huge new world. And, um, you know, there's so many different things you can go deep on, uh, so many new ideas, so many exciting ideas, things that are doing are doing great things for other people. And I found myself over the past year or so just kind of hopping around, which in one sense was good because I wanted to see what was out there. And there's so much more that is out there that I'm not aware of. But uh, I started to feel like I was repeating old patterns and not necessarily getting anywhere. Does that make sense? And so I was online the other day and was watching one of the people that I learned from explain what could be happening. And so I'll show this this picture to you uh, right now. This was such an aha for me, and it it gave a name, it gave an entity to what I was feeling. I'd noticed these patterns, and this gave it a huge entity. Okay, so if you start with a, a graph, the red line, the red line represents starting something new. So you're starting low, and you're learning, and you get up to a peak almost like a mountaintop. And what happens at that mountaintop in ourselves is very, it's very um, telling. At that mountaintop, you're, if you are loving learning, you're loving this new idea, you're, you're like, this could be it. This could be what is going to help get me to where I want to go. There's all those endorphins, all those positive hormones in there. There's dopamine. There's all of those things that make you feel good about learning this. But then if you notice the red line, what is it doing? You're learning, and then as you go to the mountaintop, you start to go down. Now, what's the down part? The down part has everything to do with the fact that when you learn something, you learn that it exists, then you start to fall into the place of the, oh, I'm not good enough to use this. I I don't know enough about this particular thing to start taking action on it. I need to know more. The place where you feel like you don't fit in, I don't deserve to be here. That is the downward red line. Now, when you actually start to, if you stick with it long enough, you're going to start to feel like things are going back up. Okay, and this is what we're going to talk about for the rest of the time is that going back up. Now, I will say that the green line represents actually what is going on. The red line has to do with the learning. Okay, the green line has to do with knowing nothing, continuing on, knowing nothing, experience, 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 and then a huge upward swing. Okay, so let's talk about what's going on between the red line and the green line. Let's say that you are like I was when I'm learning how not to be, and you love that initial mountaintop experience on the learning, and you start to go down the hill after that, and you kind of panic. You're like, 
I, I don't like this feeling. This feeling feels like I'm not in control. This feeling feels ick. This feeling feels like I'm weak. That well, Let's go back to getting the happy feeling again. And so you start looking around for more information. You start uh, looking for different teachers. You look for another idea that, that hit me a lot in my direct selling idea, uh, my direct selling businesses. Okay. That idea is not working. What's a new one? What's it? And it could be very well that it didn't work for me and who I was, but I'm sure that I skipped over several times something that could have worked well, but that I was so addicted to wanting to be in the learning space, feeling like I was moving forward with the learning that I just got to a place where I just knew so much, but wasn't doing anything with it, that kinetic, that potential energy, sorry, the potential energy with all the education, but not experiencing any of the learning, taking the learning and putting into creating experience with it to create the kinetic energy. Okay, so that's where I was with that. So how can you go from the red line, which is quite honestly, a roller coaster, would you not agree, uh, that most people probably jump off of. (laughs) When it's starting to go real fast downhill, before it starts to go uphill again, most people are off and ready to go go back on on a different ride. What can you do? Okay. When you find an idea that is aligned with who you are and what you're doing, Go into the go into it knowing that yeah you're going to be pretty pumped with this new idea, but then go into it thinking I am committed to experiencing this idea and all of its beauty and all of its emotions and all of all of it is going to be teaching me. I'm going to be learning the whole way, but it's not sit still and watch learning. It's going to be be in action learning, which is what it's going to get. The, the in-action learning, mm-hmm. application of what you've learned and putting it to into energy, the experiential learning is what is going to get you up to the high spots. Okay, so let's say you've, you've committed to that. You're ready to go. Well, what happens if you see another idea? Boy, that is really going to be looking attractive to you, is it not? <laughs> and so, uh, what was it? My my husband's grandfather always said: whenever you buy something, don't ever go back to see what what price they're offering it again, because you're going to feel bad if that price is lower than what you paid for it, right? So don't even look. So that's going to be the same kind of thing that you're going to do. You've committed to this new relationship with this idea. That aligns with who you are and what you want to do, where you want to go. Okay. You've committed to it. And in a commitment, part of the commitment is that you're not looking at other options. You're not looking for other options. So there's going to be a place, either physically or on the computer, whatever, that you are going to collect those ideas. And they're going to live in that happy little place until you are in such a space that you're looking for something to complement the idea you've committed to, or you committed to it for a long term, months and months and months, to get great at the execution of it, become fluent in the idea and putting action behind it, that you can say, okay, I'm ready for the next idea. And I'm going to be doing this too, and so I invite you to do it with me. And I bet, based on my experience in in other things, I bet that if we go six months building a happy little home for these ideas to live in, that in six months, 
I would go back and I promise you, I would be like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't do that. Well, that wouldn't have worked because, but what is so intriguing that shiny object syndrome is is in the moment. That's an emotional thing, right? And since we want to work our business with emotion, but through a more analytical mindset, I bet when the emotion is gone and you go back to those ideas, you're going to be like, what What was I thinking? What is that? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't even understand what that is. And I've kind of heard of something like this where, oh goodness, I think it was called a worry box. Anytime you have a worry about something, you write it down and you put it in this box. And then that helps you to let go of the worry. And then going back to the box uh, at a different time, a time that you're not caught up in the emotion of the worry, you look at the problem and you'd be like, "What? why was I even worried about that? Okay. So what is that going to do? That's going to help you stay focused. It's going to help you um, on, on the committed goal that you have. It's going to help you to... Um, avoid shiny objects object syndrome, and it's going to <clears throat> build that confidence in your self-muscle that you don't have to act on any shiny idea that you're seeing, that you have confidence and faith in yourself to put the experience, the time in for the experience to raise that potential energy into kinetic energy, okay? And so the, there's a final line on this chart, and it has to go, it goes from the mountaintop of the learning straight up. If you're wondering what the LIM means, it means learn, implement, master. From the top of the peak of the learning experience at a more direct line up to success. And so that is going to be more along the lines of what you're experiencing. When you stay focused, when you stay committed on learning, then implementing instead of learning and then learning and then learning because you're in a spot where you feel good probably all the time, but you're not getting to where you want to be. And eventually you have to make that leap of faith um, to build the faith in yourself and in your process of growing. And, and yes, we're here to enjoy the journey, but we want to make sure the journey is actually going somewhere and you're not just five years old sitting in your parents' car pretending like you're driving. Okay, so a great resource that I am uh, think I really think that you can benefit from, and it's not a direct link to anything. But what I want you to do, if you've not done it already, if you do not know what your spiritual gifts are, the ones that you were bestowed when you were born, um, you go to Google and type in spiritual gifts assessment, and there's several, um, but it's based on the spiritual gifts that were listed in the Bible. And then um, based on answering some of the questions in the assessment, you're going to be able to uh, pick out some of the stronger ones, definitely the most prevalent one, and then some supporting ones that you have as well. Because the idea is that the church is made up of different body parts and that the church can't run with just one person. It has to run with people of multiple gifts. And the people find such joy in working within those gifts. And since that's basically what the foundation of my program is, I want to be sure that you're you're clear on what exactly your spiritual gifts are. And it's 
it's not difficult to figure out. Um, there's several assessments. They're free. You can do that. You can go deeper into it if you want. Those might not be free, but at least you will be coming to the table with that information in your hand. And you can what? You can then execute on the information. So uh, I will just put uh, in the show notes about Googling the uh, assessment, and that way you can uh, get on there and take a look. And I would love to find out what I'd love to learn what you find out, um, where you fall, and where. And and it's funny because when you get the results, you're going to be like, "Oh yeah, I am good at that." And then you see some of the other ones, and you're like, "Um, "That's not me." Okay, so it's almost like a confirmation there. All right, it's the time of the podcast where I get to shout out any new cities that have joined us from last week. So a new city from last week's podcast is Waxahachie, Texas. And that's a little bit uh, south of us here in Dallas. Really beautiful area of Texas. I love it just because it's 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 more sprawling. It's less big city. And uh, it, it just gives a real, real Texas flair. In, in fact, it reminds me a little bit of Fort Worth. Not as large as Fort Worth, but it kind of gives me the same idea. Kind of ranches and and things like that uh, through there. And it took forever for me to realize how to pronounce it. (laughs) I'm sure it's an Indian name. Welcome to the podcast, Waxahachie, Texas. I also want to give you an update on which of our podcasts are doing the best so that if you are looking for one to refer a friend to, you have something to uh, a specific one. Of course, this one is going to be awesome. But our podcast number nine about uh, are you building the right business is the most da- most downloaded podcast we have so far. So if you've not listened, go ahead and go back to that one and share it with a friend. And since we are all over the world, uh, feel free to share it to somebody in a different country, a different city, a different part of your state. We would love to uh, be able to know that we are helping people all across the world. I thank you for listening to the podcast today. I hope that your Christmas is merry. And uh, I think we're going to be talking again before New Year's. But um, Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope that you are surrounded by those people that you love and uh, that love you and that you're um, looking forward to a wrap up of 2021. That is just spectacular. And uh, we will be on a normal schedule next week with the podcast live on Thursday and then being posted uh, on Friday. For now, (laughs) for now, I'll see you then. Bye, everybody. Merry Christmas.